What's happening, fam? It's your boy Sherrod, and welcome to another podcast episode of Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks, where each episode I have a conversation. I go behind the scenes to talk to individuals like you and I that are making impact with their influence and making change happen in the places around us. My goal is to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, give you everything that you need, the faith, the fuel, the ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, and we are here on the 11th episode, and I'm so excited to share with you once again. Now, we are still at it. We are still back and having the conversation talking about money. This is Money Talks. We're having that conversation because we believe the time is now. Well, me specifically, I believe that the time is now for somebody out there to really get a hold of your finances really prosper in your finance, really uh, excel in your money in this season. And so I decided to go and talk to my sister. She's been in the game for quite a while and she's been doing money from banking to investing to all kinds of things throughout the years, has even been an entrepreneur. She's done it all when it comes to the aspect of money. And so I decided to have a conversation with her and pick her brain, as they say, pick her brain, right? And uh, because I can, because she is my sister, I can pick her brain, but we talk about money and we're talking about money moves. This is a season where I believe that people have to make smart, wise moves, but money moves is the uh, objective to make the right move. Money sitting still and doing nothing may not be your main focus in this season. This may be the season to either protect, to, to invest, or to do something that you can really take advantage of the, the opportunity and the time being now. Um, I believe this is a great conversation. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about it. There will be more aspects of money that we'll be talking about it, from uh, credit to real estate to uh, um, to your mortgage to all those different things. We'll be talking about that in other episodes. But in this one, we're going to talk strictly about money moves and investing. And if nothing less, nothing more, I should say, this gives you an opportunity to really get some thought in your mind of what you should be doing. Right now. So, without further ado, let's get into this conversation with Katanya Jones talking money moves. Let's go. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. And yes, we are still on the money edition. And so this week, I decided to go home, right? I decided to pull my sister, my big sister, who has always been fighting with me with the uh, monopoly of trying to be the banker and everything else. You know, she's got some wisdom in banking. So today I'm bringing to the show my biological, my big sis, (laughs) Katanya Jones. Welcome to Behind the Grind. Wow. Thank you. This is (laughs) such an honor to be here with my bro. I have so much respect for you. I have so much respect for behind the grind. I have so much respect for what you do. And I mean, me and you have been in a grind together. So I am happy to be here. Thank you for having me on. And uh, I want to thank all your listeners just for listening tonight. 
Awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited about this. You know, I said, I can't talk about money and not talk to my sister. Now we fuss and we fight growing up and we've done it all. But the truth of the matter is we have this in common. We are both bankers. I don't know where it came from, but let's, 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 let's let everybody know a little bit about you and how you fell in love with, with this thing called money and finance and counseling and all that good stuff. Absolutely. You know, when you say, where did it come from? You know, our dad is like on his money. He's on his grind. He has always been on his grind. But, you know, my love started uh, when I started out in banking at the age of 22. I was just thinking about this earlier today. I got hired at what they call at that time, Fifth Third Bank. No, no, it was Oak Kent. I'm sorry. All right. Right before Fifth Third. It was now Fifth Third. Yeah, I was right in the the middle of that merger. That's when I got my start in banking, my love for banking. And at that time, you know, they were showing me the ropes. I I was in the assistant manager uh, program and they were showing me everything about banking. And one of the things they told me is that, hey, anybody that you see that come into the bank that has a quarter million dollars or more, Mm -hmm. we need to refer them over to private banking. And I'm like, really? Why? And they were like, hey, we want to give them special services. We want to make sure they have access to the market. You know, so anybody, we want you to flag them. If you have a quarter million dollars or more in the bank, like sitting in your checking account, savings accounts, and that type of thing, they go over to another place. Right. So that made me very interested. I'm like, what is that place? And so one day I said, can I take a tour of the private banking and the private banking, you get access to the, the, the financial market, to the stock market, you know, you get a very special treatment. And at that moment I fell in love with it. I'm like, this is what I want to do. It's to be in, into investing or the private banking? What exactly private was it? Private banking, investing. And, and at that moment, Sherrod, I really knew I wanted to share this with our people. Yeah. Growing up, I never knew about private banking. I right. never knew about the stock market. Right. I never knew about any of that. Yeah, if, most most of the little credit unions that we grew up with, I don't know if they had a big, big uh, private banking. Maybe they did, or maybe we weren't invited. I don't know. <laughs> right, but, right. Yeah, you know, so. I was growing up in Flynn, and we grew up around pretty much uh, credit unions. Yeah. So the bank taught me that I knew at that moment, this is something that I wanted to bring to our people. So I got very intrigued right yeah. after that what what about it like what was it it was it was it the uh just the thought of money or i mean what 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 about that no it was really knowing that people are making money while they sleep mm. it's like literally you're putting your money in the stock market yeah and you go to sleep and you can literally wake up richer than you were even before you went to sleep. So yeah. that intrigued me. I'm like, no one ever taught me this. I went to, uh, I had my education at Flint Northern in the Flint Public <laughs> Schools. Shout out to Shout Flint. Out. To Flint Northern, yes. Rest <laughs> right. in peace, as they say. They no longer exist, but nobody, nobody ever taught me yeah. that. So that's something at that moment, I'm like, I want to learn this and I want to share this with as many people as I know. That's interesting. You yeah. know, 
what's interesting, obviously, you know, our dad was a hard worker. He yeah. was about his money, about his grind, as we call it. And yeah. so we come from that environment, you know, the blue collar environment where that's what we saw. You know, we saw you work and you make money. So when you yeah. go into the shop, you go in, as we call it, the shop, the factory, wherever it is, yeah. you make your money inside there. Right. And so we kind of had an idea growing up experience with that type of making money so in exchange yeah. for your time your labor you make money but what you're saying you were like wow wait a minute mm -hmm. there's people that make money that is not exchanging their labor or their time mm -hmm. they're actually making money like you said from investing and so let's talk about that on this this episode let's really get into that because i'm sure a lot of our listeners um, may have grown up in the same kind of um, yeah. environment you know we go off we go to school to get a job to exchange t time for again money but right. nobody, like you said, even in college, we, we've got to admit, they don't really share with us. How do you get behind the scenes? How do you really learn how to invest and how to, to make money or make money work for you? So let's talk about that today. Let's, let's help the yeah. listeners hear about it. Let's about talk that. about it. So I do want to give a shout out to dad. Our dad was yeah. a very hard worker. Yes. And uh, he worked in a shop. He was a committee man. And he you know, really did great for us as far as right. showing us how to work hard. So yeah. one thing I'm not afraid of is I'm, I'm not afraid of hard work at right. all. And he also showed us how to save. I know he used to keep those that keep those pennies in the corner. <laughs> Don't tell nobody what I used to That's do. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, but I can honestly say um, a little bit about my background and story. Like we started off saying that I started out in banking and I was very intrigued by private banking. Mm. You have $250,000. You get special treatment. You know, you get mm -hmm. access to the stock market. They want to make sure your money is working for you and make sure mm -hmm. you are very happy. And you're well taken care of. So you're because like this well VIP per type of person, exclusive, right? Exactly. And I wanted to work with those clients. Mm -hmm. Now, fast forward, I got married. I had children and my husband and I, we opened up a business mm -hmm. and um, I love business. I love small businesses. I love business. And of but of course, as a lot of people, um, 2008, we went through a really hard time, right. you know, 2008, the, the bottom fell out of the market and mm -hmm. um, we just had to really adjust some things. Mm -hmm. But what I learned is I learned how to put banking and finance and business together. So in 2014, uh, we opened up a financial service business. So now I have a full-fledged financial service uh, business. So you actually, actually, yeah. it's, it's amazing to see that you started there in, 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 in Old Kent, and now you yeah. are actually starting your own financial business. That's, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So now, really, my passion is to let everybody know yeah. that, yes, you can get in the stock market for as little mm -hmm. as $25 a month, you can get in the stock market. Everybody has access to the stock market. I was just talking to my kids about this the other day, yeah. like um, Cash App. You can get in the stock market with Cash App. You can, Isn't that something? It's awesome. The game like has can, changed, man. The game has changed. It yes. used to be there. You used to have this, have to have all this money, $250,000 right. to talk to right. a financial planner. But now anybody with 
your phone, you can right. have access directly to the market. You know, and that's interesting. Obviously, we both have a similar back, same background, pretty much for the most yeah. part. I started off in a management training program <laughs> and all that good stuff, trying to be like my big sister. But right, that's right. <laughs> so that was early on. You're right. So early on, we didn't have access to these apps. We didn't have access to the online and doing our own research. How we are. We used to have to just depend, like you said, we had to depend on that person. You know, when we were working in a bank, we would look for those clients, and but we were only looking for a special client. Let's just be real. We were looking yeah. for a special client to refer over to those that those individuals that would invest if they had certain types right. of balances or we were asking questions to try to figure out what their balances were then they got the chance to talk to those individuals but at that time there was nothing as easy as the palm of your hand right being able yeah. to invest and I think that's a game changer I think it has opened up the, the, the wall but you know with that being said investing money has its own language Everybody doesn't understand it. It may be a little complicated. So how, how, Tanya, uh, Katanya, how can we get into this game called investing and know what we're doing? You know, it's one thing to have the app and think we're, we're doing something, but what are some things that we can do to, to help us along the way? Well, what I like to tell people, start with what you like to buy. For example, we're an Apple family over here. Okay. Like, I have iPhones. My kids have iPhones. I have an iPad, a MacBook, an <laughs> Apple Watch. I mean, I have it all. You got the so whole thing, the whole ecosystem. I have the whole thing. So because that's something I like to buy, right. I like to tell people, think about it. If you like to buy it, then also invest in the same place that you like to buy. I'll give an example. My daughter right now, she uh, really wants some, uh, I, what she call them? The, uh, the pros, the, 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 the AirPods, the AirPods, okay. the AirPod pros. And so, you know, we've been really working with her with saving her money and that type mm -hmm. of thing. But I've really been talking to her about not only buying the mm -hmm. iPad pros, but also investing in it at the same time. And a oh, lot of times we yes. don't about that. Yeah. It's like with right there on Cash App, Cash App, and I'm not promoting Cash App, sure. but I'm just, just giving you an example. Sure. Right through Cash App, you can buy you can buy a, a, a piece of Apple stock. Wow. So I just tell people start with whatever you like. What do you like? Do you like Nike? Mm -hmm. You know, do you what kind of refrigerator refrigerator do you have? Do you mm -hmm. have a GE refrigerator? Whatever you like to buy. Mm -hmm. Start investing in that same company, especially if that company has great management. Mm. So when it comes to investing, we look at people who can manage well, that can manage a company well, and that's where you want to put your money. So that's a key ingredient, how well they um, manage the organization uh, or how well the organization is managed. Is that, that a big part of your investing? That's a big part of investing. So for mm -hmm. example, one of the hot buttons right now, I know you guys have probably been hearing a lot about is Tesla. Mm. Tesla, the, the CEO of <laughs> Tesla, he's a very smart man. Yes. I know Tesla stock is very expensive. Oh, it's, it's pretty high. It's up there. It's pretty high, but it's other ways that you can get in there and, and become um, an investor okay. in, in that Tesla stock because he's a great, he's a great manager. You know, I'm not promoting any stock or telling sure. you what to buy, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying, start what I would say, start whatever you like to buy. That's what you should also invest in. I was just teasing with my kids. Um, my daughter told me to go pick up something from Target <laughs> and I just really been teaching them about investments. That's so good. If I'm buying something from Target, I can also invest in Target. 
So I, I love it. So you, you, you know, my, my niece and nephew over there, uh, they're, they're over there and you're teaching them how to invest at an early age. And, yeah. and so what would you recommend? Let's, let's talk about that. What would you recommend specifically to parents? You know, I know, is there a certain age that you should start or is there, is it, is it ever too early to start helping your children along this path? It's never too early. You know, they really don't teach about investments in school. Um, that's hence putting a plug in why I'm coming out with Cash Smart Kids, mm -hmm. which is specifically a program will, that will teach kids how to invest. Mm -hmm. But I sit down with my kids and I talk to them about what's hot, what are the new things that are out, you know, like Snapchat. And so I'll ask them what's what's out that's that's new and up and coming. And for example, Snapchat is one. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, let's go out and look and see how much uh Snatch Snapchat, boy, I can't say that. <laughs> but how much Snapchat is asking per share. And then mm -hmm. we will talk about it. So whatever they like, mm -hmm. whatever they're into, let's just see also how much the stock is because you become part owner mm -hmm. when you're purchasing so if you're on the purchasing side that's fine we like to purchase things and i'll give you a funny story like i've been teasing with my kids my birthday is coming up june 3rd <laughs> right and so i've been teasing with them that i want this louis vuitton never full uh purse and it's like fourteen hundred dollars <laughs> so then i made a pack with them that i said okay I'll put my money in the Louis Vuitton stock. And if I make $1,400, then I have a right to buy the purse. So basically, I just tell you to start whatever you like to purchase. Also look at investing in that same company. That is, that's wonderful. That's, and again, this is a time where we have access to it. We don't have to run yeah. through a, what we call a metal man per se and have them talk to you about it. You can, you can do a lot of this research yourself, which is good. It so- is. Now, I, I hear you talking, you know, there's a lot of people out there, we're talking stocks, and a lot of people, you know, of us older generation, when we hear right. about the stock market, it's probably because of our past of hearing about stock market, we hear about it being a scam, or, uh, <laughs> or, or like gambling, or, or, right, or right. you know, people never really make money in the stock market, so you're suggesting that I actually do that, I've, I've heard people lose money, why should I uh, really take this serious and really uh, think about investing? Well, the interesting part, uh, Sherrod, is that right now, you know, we're living in very interesting times mm -hmm. and literally everything is on sale. Mm -hmm. So that being said, you know, I will say when it comes to stock, it's according to your risk tolerance. Okay. Well, everybody what has different. Yeah. So everybody has um, their amount of money that they're okay with losing. Mm. So if you put, um, like, for example, I just give you an example, things that may be on sale right now, may be, you know, flights, no one's really flying. Okay. We're, we're at a, uh, we're on a lock lockdown as far as stay at home order. So people right. may not be flying. They may, may not be going on vacation. Mm -hmm. So those stock, you know, cruise ships, airlines, they oh. may be cheaper than usual. Mm -hmm. But however, if you go and put some money in it and you wake up the next day mm -hmm. and your stock, you know, the money that you put in is worth less, mm -hmm. if you're not going to be able to sleep, then I wouldn't recommend that mm -hmm. you invest in the stock market. But if you okay, if you're okay, and if you understand that, you know, putting your money out there in the stock market could be a risk, but however, it could be a great reward 
reward. Mm -hmm. So if you're okay with knowing that, hey, you can, you know, have a risk of loss, but your reward is okay, then I would recommend that you do that, you know, um, because things are on sale. We have a lot of things going on. Our economy is, um, you know, it's, you know, it's, some people may say it's unstable, but mm -hmm. at the same time, it's time to buy. We can't just um, use our stimulus, and I can't tell you what to do, yeah. but we can't just take our stimulus money and spend it, but we also um, need to look at the other side, and that's possibly investing, so. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about that. Do you, do you recommend, um, you know, people who right now, you know, we have our 401ks, a lot of us right now, and we may still be working right now. Should we be looking at possibly touching our 401ks? Should we be adding more to our 401ks? What do you suggest during this time with everything going on, if we're in the, in the position to still be able to contribute and, and do those things? Do you still recommend to, to do nothing, do more? <laughs> That's a very good question, Sherrod. And what I would say is, as far as your 401k, just keep doing what you have been doing. Okay. One thing about the stock market is that if you look at the history, it's up and it's down, but it's the consistent people that continue to just consistently mm -hmm. keep investing and doing what they're doing are the people who win. So I would definitely say, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't, don't, don't let, the, the climate or, or what's going on in the world stop you because in the end, the consistent person is who wins. Don't get, don't get raveled. Don't get, you know, none of that. Just continue to keep doing as far as your 401k goes. Okay. Keep doing what you're doing. So don't do anything d different if you, if you can avoid it. If you can avoid it. Exactly. Just continue to keep um, doing what you've been doing. Okay. And so now everybody, it sounds like not everybody, but a lot of people um, probably are getting a lot of things that are changing with their money. Some people are getting a lot more money. I think I shared this on the last podcast. A lot more people are getting a lot more money than normal. Yeah. You know, there's this extra money going on for some people, not everybody. For I understand some people, some people right. um, are being impacted by uh, their, their jobs in some shape or form. Um, so now when we talk about this money, how do you go about, you know, uh, deciding what to do next like should i should i really be investing right now or should i really be more concerned about putting all the money away and keeping it liquid because you know we don't know what's going to happen what 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 should i really be doing right now with this extra money that i'm getting that's a very good question sharad and what i advise people is do what you're comfortable with mm -hmm. everybody is comfortable with something different so i can't really tell you you know what you're comfortable with Right. But just whatever you're comfortable with, I have been getting a ton of calls lately of people asking about the stock market mm. and people just don't want to miss out. You know, what do they call that? FOMO? <laughs> right. Now, people just don't want to miss out. And what right. I say is that keep your eyes open, keep your ears open and just and, and just um, whatever you're comfortable with. So put a dollar amount. Mm -hmm. Put a dollar amount out there that, hey, I'm comfortable with possibly losing this mm -hmm. amount. I'm, I'm comfortable with possibly um, putting this amount in the market mm -hmm. and just go with that and put a stop on it. You know, don't, of course, don't put everything in there, but whatever you're comfortable with, you put it out there. And again, there's a lot of apps out there that you can, you know, have access to yourself. 
-hmm. You know, I'm not supporting or recommending any apps, but any apps on your phone, you can do it yourself. Yeah. Educate yourself. I think education is a big key. Educate yourself. And especially for people in the African-American community, mm -hmm. I just don't want you to be afraid. Don't be mm -hmm. afraid. You know, for a lot of years, we have not had a lot of information. We right. don't really know. Um, some of us, I would say, have not. Um, we don't really know, so we have missed out. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of money out there that's floating around that we can get. So I can. So what I say is just, you know, figure out what you're comfortable with, mm -hmm. jump out there, and um, go from there. Yeah, that's good. I, I think that's very good. What, what your comfort, obviously your comfort level is going to be important because if you're looking at the stocks, if you, you invest one day and you see right. some dip or some money. Right, right. right. We don't want you jumping off any bushes, right? <laughs> or just panicking, you know, so right, some right. of this, it, it, you have to know what you're doing, whether it's uh, looking for the long game that you're playing, you have to be mindful of that. It, it, I'm assuming that's what you would suggest to your to your clients and those that come to you. So what, what, what are you hearing right now? Obviously people are, I hear people are coming to you all the time and you've yeah. kind of mentioned that before. What are like the biggest things on people's mind right now? Just not outside of just investment, just money in general. Are people concerned about, are people even concerned about their money? I know it's, we're still in the thick of things with this virus, but are people really concerned or they're just kind of like numb right now or are people really anxious about doing something with their money? Yeah, people are, what I'm hearing, I get calls on a daily basis, like literally a daily basis of people who are, um, they have extra money now and they just don't want to miss out. Mm -hmm. They know the country is on sale. They know a lot of things are on sale and they want to know what hot stocks to invest in. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's what I've been hearing over and over from young people to old people. They just don't want to miss out on like we did in 2008 or nine, when things went down very low, people don't want to miss out on possibly making some big money, you know, um, on things. So that's what I'm hearing. I get calls every day, yeah. you know, what stock to buy? What should I buy? What's the hot thing to buy? Okay. Um, so that's really what I'm hearing in the market right now. Do you have any people that are, are that are nervous? Are there, are there people that are not just so maybe they have put some money in the stock market right now? And are they nervous? Do you have that coming up right now? Do you have people um, that are panicking? Not as much. Okay. I'm not having people as much nervous. I can really stay say with the stimulus money and the mm. things that the government's been doing, mm -hmm. people haven't necessarily been nervous. They just want to, they don't want to make the wrong move with the extra money that they've been getting. Yeah. It's almost like people understand. I think we had that too. Those who, who lived through the 2008 or who were experienced yeah. or working through the 2008, we saw that it snuck up on a lot of people and they didn't see it at that time. And so right. I think a lot of people, you're right, are in a spot where they don't want to miss it. And so that's to any of us listening. If you have not considered your finances, now is the time to look at it. I like to say now is the time to spend, you know, pay attention, you know, right. like your spouse or uh, uh, somebody, you got to pay attention. <laughs> Attention to them. Not bad. Every now and again, or some things may get away from them. opportunities may be missed, or somebody, you know, yeah. <laughs> money, those opportunities could be missed out. So this is a good time to sit, sit down and really to analyze that. And so so I think that's really key. Now, I, one of the things I know that you always talk about, and you you and your husband are always talking about, and I'm kind of shifting a little bit, yeah. but you're always talking about wealth, wealth nation, big yes. money. <laughs> what in the world is, you know, I, I, you know, you hear the term all the time, but what does that mean to you when you 
when you guys are talking about wealth? What does wealth really mean? Absolutely. So I'm glad you asked that question, Sherrod, because what we're talking about is wealth is an inside job. Mm. So it really starts inside. You know, you hear about these people all the time that win the lotto and they have a lot of money and two or three years later, they literally are broke. Mm. So wealth is an inside job. You have mm. to think wealthy. You have to be wealthy. Like mm. I was just telling you earlier, our story was we mm. made a lot of money in our business. As you know? entrepreneurs. Yeah. As entrepreneurs. I started with my, my husband and I brought my banking skills and my MBA skills and I brought it all to you know, the business that yeah. we started and we made a lot of money, mm -hmm. but when the, 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 the bottom dropped out of the market, we also yeah. lost a lot of money. Right. And one of the biggest things I can say that I learned from that is wealth is an inside job. You know, mm. you have to know within yourself that you deserve wealth. Mm. Wealth is your inheritance, mm. is your right? And once I really became clear with that and I became aligned with that, mm -hmm you know, then that's when things start turning around for me and they start turning all the way back around. So that's what our wealth nation is all about. Our wealth nation all about is all about working on your mindset, working on your inside job and know that you deserve wealth. You are wealthy. You deserve wealth. And, 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 and wealth is your birthright. That's so nice. when we start there, then, then we can go from there because if we don't work on the inside, then it really cannot, once it manifests outside, you can't really keep it. Right. You work on your inside. I think that's important. I think that's a lot of things that we talk about here on Behind the Grind is the inside out work. That's yeah. why it's really called Behind the Grind because we really want to get down to the core and the foundation on the inside. And you mentioned it. Obviously, you said you had that impact. You were a successful entrepreneur. Actually, you, you know, me being your brother telling your story, I know you were working at a great corporate job and stepped yeah. out in faith and, yeah. and did the entrepreneur thing and went through that. And like you said, you experienced that. And it was, like you said, you, you experienced a hit. But yeah. The mindset, the inside job allows you to bounce right back up, right? It allows you to reach back into those things. You said, if I, if I made money before, I can yeah. make it again. And that becomes a mentality that you need. And so I think it's important to talk about that kind of stuff right now, specifically because people, we don't really know what we're facing. We don't know the uncertainty times. We're giving you the best advice as, as, as we know it, but none of us really uh, can really predict with right. a certainty what's going to happen. We can, you know, use historical models and things like that. Right. But if by chance something does happen, right? right? If you have the wealthy mindset, as you're mentioning, you can always figure out a way. And, and, and you, if you pay attention to a lot of these millionaires, a yeah. lot of millionaires were birthed out of the 2008 crisis because they, right. the mindset goes and shifts to finding a way to solve a problem, you know, or finding that, that you're equipped inside to, to be the answer, to, right. to, to find the solution for whatever is ailing in the market. And I believe, Katanya, you, you are positioned right now. You know, you know, I've been watching you right now. You are positioned right now to help so many people out right now for two reasons. One, if they are hitting a hard plate or hitting a rock in the road, you are able to let them know that you can bounce right back up. And that's a powerful thing that you have. And then also just keeping and maintaining a mindset of, of keeping it positive and not having this limited thought or limited, limited mindset, because that, 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 that hurts a lot of us, is our mindset. If we believe right. that this is the cap of what we can do, right. having this abundant mindset, right, of yep. wealth, 
um, really opens up the door. And I don't know. I maybe I'm adding things that. Uh, oh, that's good, that's <laughs> good bro. Arm, but... <laughs> that's good. I love it. That's good. But, but I think the time is now. I think this yeah. is a time. You know, we we can call this the COVID nineteen moment the yeah. pandemic moment, yeah. but this is a time for mainly your business and business. That's why I've been trying to bring a lot of people on, on, on the podcast to talk about money, because I believe there's so many people that are going to win in this season yeah. right now. And they're like, what's going on? I've never won like this before yeah. right now, even in the midst of a storm. Like if we go to the Bible, we know that Joseph, you know, yeah. uh, there was famines, but Joseph was prepared because he was what? prosperous and so we yeah. think of ourselves and know of ourselves and be prosperous. it don't matter what state we're in if we're in the in, in the prison or where we're in the palace we're going to always be <laughs> prosperous so i just had a moment i just Ooh, I like you're talking real moment. good right spoke right there spoke just a moment but i get it from my that's sister my inspiration so those of you who can't recognize me and my sister have we're, we're kind of bent the same way we have this yeah. mindset yeah motivating mindset and so you know we don't have a lot of time now but tell the people i know you are with a a motivational coach Uh, tell the people how they can connect with you Uh, how can they learn more about you you and what your husband are doing how can they follow you absolutely so you can follow follow me on facebook under wealth nation Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we're in the process of starting uh, Cash Smart Kids. Um, that's a, a, a whole financial education. So, if you want your kids to be financially educated, kids from the age of 13 to 18, we are giving uh, free information. Mm-hmm. Uh, be on the lookout for um, classes. We're going to do some things this summer, and we really want to educate the kids. They don't do it in school. They Mm -hmm. don't teach you about investments for sure. That's true. The financial uh, investment market in school, literally, you can make money while you sleep. So Mm -hmm. we're in the process of that. And also, again, on Facebook, under Wealth Nations, look under Katanya Schuler jones under Wealth Nations, and you can follow us, and we'll be giving financial tips. And again... It's, it's, it's our movement is taking in control, uh, your inside job, Mm -hmm. you know, understanding and locating exactly where you are and then let's move forward. Let's leave the next generation better than we are. Let's leave generational wealth. Our our legacy is generational wealth and and just really teaching them about things that they don't teach us about in school. And that's specifically investments in the stock market. That's our passion for Wealth Nations. Well, you know, you're Shirley Shuler's uh, daughter and I'm Shirley Shuler's son. And so she's an educator, taught many years in the uh, Flint public schools. So I know you're reading. I know there's some books that you can recommend. Recommend us two money books uh, that can help Ooh. us. Don't give us a uh, rich dad, poor dad. We already got that one. <laughs> but All right. what are two oh, other books that can help us out? so many out there. Oh, where would I start? Um, the Automatic Millionaire ah. is a great book for you to read. Um, that's, that's, that's awesome. I suggest you start there. Mm-hmm. And um, another book that I would suggest you read would be, um, you say, I can't say rich dad, poor dad. That, well, that, we, we, we use that on another podcast. I know oh. that's an all time. So those of you who have not read it yet, download it or, or, or get it. But 
get, let's get another book because I know you, you're Shirley Shuler's oh, daughter, so you got I books I coming read out. A lot, of you. you know, I could show you the library. <laughs> um, but uh, and I'm, I'll just go back and just reiterate. I'll give you another book, but before mm -hmm. I do that, I'll reiterate. Rich Dad Poor Dad literally yeah. changed my life. Yeah. Like before I read that book, I just thought differently. I thought, you know, of course we're educated. Our parents yeah. paid for our education. So education is important. Mm -hmm. But that book helped me put a uh, business ownership in perspective. So nice. I still would say read that book. Um, but uh the 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 main classic, I know it's basic, but oh, I have okay. to see it. Is uh, thinking grow rich? Love it, love it. Yes, that's okay. my book. That was a, that. That's one of the second books that I read. Yeah. Um, and, and that one, I really think that you know, basic. Just start with that. Thinking grow rich. It's an inside awesome. job, and it talks a lot about um, inside. You know how to think and grow rich. A lot of times we try to say work harder, mm -hmm. but it's thinking you have to change your thinking and when i really got that my whole world changed it really did i love it i love it well it's been wonderful obviously i, oh, I, I <laughs> well we, night, we could talk all night you know how we do we've been enjoying ourselves during this this yeah. lockdown even with our families we've been on the zoom yeah. doing the zoom so we can get carried away but for the sake of our, <laughs> our, our our audience and then those of you who may not have known we were brother and sister so yeah. this is my sister Katanya yeah. Jones and yeah. uh, a lot of this this money knowledge I had to steal from her as she was coming <laughs> along the way but <laughs> really enjoyed this conversation me um, too I believe this is our moment this is our yeah. season I'm just going to yeah. stay on this money thing for for a little while because I believe yeah. this is a time where there's some millionaires going to be made through this Absolutely. pandemic there are going to be some people who are making more money people who are going to start their businesses and it be successful during this yeah. season. And so I want to really push this home about this thing about money, because we want you to generate the money, but we want you to invest it. We want you to take good care of it. We want you to do great things with it. And so these conversations are all about that. So this was a great conversation. Katanya Jones, you know where to find her. You know where to get her. She is my sister. And if you don't uh, follow her, I might have, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, please do go out and, and, and connect with her and her husband. They are doing great things. They always talk, like I said, about wealth. And if nothing more, they'll get your spirits up about money. I know that. <laughs> so yeah, they're really good yeah. at what they do. But that's all we have for now. Until the next time, we want you to know that this is what we do on Behind the Grind. Thank you.